Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Cats at Night with John Katsimatidis. And you're a classic example of the people who built this country. On 77 WABC. Joining us now to talk about, obviously, a lot more than that, crime, but also money and everything else, is Steve Moore of More Money on WABC Great Economist. Uh, Steve, uh, you know, we've been talking about just the impact of crime. So many cities, first off, are just losing so much money. Businesses are losing money. There's a big headline today. Who wants to live in these crime-ridden cities? Well, Rita, it is it is a disgrace what's happening in our big cities. And, you know, I'm from Chicago, and uh, I said this the other day on your show. I'll say it again. Uh, Ding dong, the witch is dead. Finally, Lori Lightfoot is gone. <laughs> Where, where's that Chicago. song? Ding dong, witch is dead. Yeah, we're going to pull that. That was a good song. That's a though. good one. That was a good yeah. one. <laughs> and, and, and the reason she lost, by the way, Rita, is because people were sick of being shot at when they were walking down Michigan Avenue to, to, to shop. And people were, you know, and by the way, who are the people are being killed in the cities? They're African-Americans. They're Hispanics. They're lower-income people. Uh, you know, John Katsimides knows this better than anyone. When you have high crime, that's a tax on the people who live in these cities. Uh, we've got to do those kids, about those black back. kids getting shot are never going to be able to grow up and live the life they deserve to live. And the progressives yeah. don't care. Absolutely. And by the way, in Chicago, they a cop was shot way, this week, leading, Sh- shot and killed. Causes of death of young people. Now, you guys know this. You know what it is, uh, John and Rita. It's fentanyl, drug overdoses. What are we doing to our kids? We're poisoning our kids. We're not making the streets. We're not sending them to kids, schools that are performing. If the schools and the and the crime, if you improve the schools and get rid of the crime and get rid of the drugs on the cities, I think American cities like New York and Chicago and San Francisco can make a great comeback. But not until then. Well, that means let's see what happens to Chicago. should be the mayor of New York. Uh, we let's agree. see what happens we to agree. Chicago. We got uh, the, the Paul Valla, who was on our show yesterday, Got 34% of the vote yep. in uh, Chicago. The number two person is uh, here, a guy named Johnson, is worse than Lori uh, Lightfoot. Yeah, he pushed and, to defund and, the police. And he wants to defund yep. the police. So this is good against evil, which who will win? I mean, this really comes down to April 4th is the Chicago election. If you know anybody in Chicago, call them up. Tell them good yeah. has to triumph over evil. Uh, well, you can't more, call you know, a lot I'm of the people Chicago. there. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm from Chicago. It's, I love the city. I, I mean, Go I back and vote off it. <laughs> you know what? You're so right. This this guy was asked, uh, Johnson, he was asked about shoplifting. What do we do about shoplifting? He said, oh, don't blame the shoplifters. 
blame society, blame the rich white people. Blah, blah. What's, what's he talking about? You got to You can't have people going into stores, Sean. You ran a grocery. You own grocery stores. You have people running the grocery stores and stealing things. And, and I'm not going to mention any names, but there's some people that said, "Give the man a chance." On yesterday's show. Yes. And by the way, you know the other thing that happened. Lori Lightfoot, of course, who thank goodness got the boot. Remember when all those stores were having the flash mobs? She blamed the stores. She's like, well, obviously they need better security. I mean, this guy sounds worse than she is. So pray for Chicago, Steve. I like that, Rita. Well, you know, Lori Lightfoot got the boot. See, the gut picked up on it. I, I was trying to see who is the sharpest one in the studio. I was trying to figure it out. Easily the gut. Yeah, I didn't see the gut. Now, there's a big controversy. We feel like we have to give up on cities. But, uh, you know, look at what Rudy Giuliani did when he took over New York. And people thought, oh, you know, New York is sick for good. And with the, John, within a two years, that city was the most amazing vibrant city we had in America. So Rudy, we can't bring a great job. our cities. But you Rudy, need common sense. Yes. Now, let me ask you a question. You're, yeah. you're the financial economist. So yeah. there's a big argument in Washington. Some people say it's going to be a quarter point increase in in interest rates, some people say a half. Which way are you leaning? Oh, my God, that's a tough question, John. I think they're going to do 25 and then flip 25 a, again. Flip but a the coin. Inflation, the inflation dragon is not over. We got a bad inflation report. By the way, every time I come on your show or I do Fox and I say, you know, we got 6% inflation, people yell at me and they say, what is he talking about? The inflation rate's 12%, 15%. Have you been to the grocery store? Have you been to the gas pump? So, Rita, I say, you know, Americans, the things that they buy, those are the things that are up by 10%, not 6%. And it's going to get worse. Some of the new numbers that just came out a couple hours ago, Steve, it's like it's going to get much worse. This is just the beginning when you go to the grocery store. It's it's would, cheaper would to eat out. look at a, a blue sky, this is there's a blue sky out there someplace. Where is it, Steve? Well, I'm going to say this and, and very clearly. We are spending trillions and trillions of dollars, too much money. We've got to control. The reason that prices are out of control is our government spending and the government debt is out of control. I'm with McCarthy on this. Uh, John, I don't know how you feel about it, Rita, but I think we've got to take a tough line on this budget. We've got to take a chainsaw to the success of spending and stop the trillion-dollar spending bills. Well, I think we should drill, 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 and uh, yes. bring down yes. oil down to sixty-five dollars a barrel instead of seventy-five. Yes. And guess yes. what? Inflation will go away. I love it. I yeah, love why, it, why are not? Why are more people not talking about that, Steve? I mean, it's interesting because John says it all the time, and it makes so much sense. All of it goes back to opening the spigots, and this president won't do it. It is shocking, and I'm actually surprised more Americans aren't fed up about that because clearly it all goes back to that. Think about how much more money we'd have if we opened the spigots. If we were selling right now, we'd have a squeeze on Russia. We'd have a squeeze on China. What are we doing? Yeah, and by the way, if we had taken the John Katsimides, Donald Trump approach on energy, we would, I don't think Putin would even be in Ukraine right now. Do you? I agree. I, 1,000, yeah. I, I think, first of all, I don't think he would have, uh, because Trump wouldn't have said minor incursion to open up the door, Steve, yeah. too. Steve, well, but also, you, you know, Putin would not have had the money to do it. We're, John, we're putting money into the hands of Putin. That money should go into the American producers, the American economy. Why are we putting money in the Russian economy? Makes no sense. Steve, it's Richard Weinberg. I want to ask you. Uh, Hi, Richard. How are you? I want to ask you about uh, what's going on. There's great success in Congress against this uh, woke ESG pension yes. gambit, where they let them off the hook for 
breaching their fiduciary duties to make the, the best investments with the least risk. It's now passed uh, both the House and Senate. It's going to the president's desk for signature. Would you explain to the people the significance of what they were trying uh, to do with the ESG investing? This is a big one, Richard. I'm so glad you brought this up. I mean, this is ripping off Americans and their pensions. They're, this is people's retirement accounts that are being uh, depleted because the left wants everybody to invest in green energy programs and so on. And by the way, John, do you know what the top three producing stocks were last year? Tell me, tell me. Exxon, Chevron, ConocoPhillips, and and these are the exact companies that these. You mean you mean the people at Exxon are going to vote for Joe Biden again? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) How stupid is that? But my point is, they're divesting in the stocks that are doing the best and and making invest in the bad ones. That's the worst. Right. And and they don't want to reinvest uh, in oil and gas right now because. They don't know where the future is with this president. Yeah, but the trouble, Steve, is that the Congress, led by the Republicans in the House and the Senate, with a couple of Democrats, I believe, in each party, supporting it, some common-sense legislation to stop this. Biden says he's going to veto it. So then we're back to the fact that these rules will be in place, which allows them to breach their fiduciary duties, and people on pensions and deferred comps are going to lose billions of dollars. You're 100% correct, my friend, and that means people are going to get lower pensions. And I'll tell you this, when Americans start to see what they've done with their pensions, I see, I say put pensions over politics. Yeah, 1,000%. Steve Moore, yes. you are great. Thank you for joining us, uh, the great host of More Money. Way, I'm going to get three copies of John Katsimini's new that, book. That now, means you're going to make $3 billion. You're going to make $3 billion. By have, the way, uh, we checked uh, the <laughs> statistics today. Uh, Nick Katsouris came over to me today. You know what he said? Yeah, the numbers are wonderful. The number we are, my book, it's only been out two days, is number 86 of the top 100 lifetime 